back to our interesting topic for this week, I think we should say. Um, so, uh, how should I put this? John, John is very keen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Very keen. Um, everyone who invests in property has uh, obviously heard of hotspotting. We don't like the term. Well, I don't. I personally don't like the term mm. as much. Okay, but um, I guess the way we put it is, John has got a few suburbs which he's sharing for free today. As a matter of fact, <laughs> sharing for free um, for our listeners, in particular, uh, in terms of how he thinks uh, these are going to be the ugly duckling suburbs in 2024. That's going to perform quite well, and we're talking about specifically in Sydney. Okay, yeah. Sydney. Houses as well. I think it's important to clarify. Yeah, houses. 2024 hotspots. Um, yeah, in 2024 and onwards, not just 2024, I should say 2024 mm. and onwards um, in that sense. So, um, so yeah, I think um, it's it's good for you to be able to share this and, and, and basically explain a little bit of um, understanding on, on, on why you think this is the case on, on these suburbs um, as well. So that way, you know, we can get a bit of insight on yep. those. Um, yeah, so yeah, um, I think we've narrowed down to how many we have. We've narrowed down to about seven, seven, seven suburbs, which uh, which John is going to be able to share with us um, today uh, on um, on how he thinks that these are good values. So, John, would you like to kick off the first one? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I just want to reiterate what you said, David, is that we hate to hotspot, but you got to give the crowd what they want. Uh, but but you should always, I mean, if you want to invest in the best suburb that you can afford. The, the best suburbs will be the best suburbs in 50 years time as well so sure. um don't let that uh, don't let that stop you but the, the, here are some suburbs where I think that there's a, a bit of a mispricing and where I think that there's events that are happening on the ground like infrastructure for example that will, will uh drive prices a little bit higher than average uh, or growth rates higher than average over the next couple of years okay um and they they, they there are a couple of suburbs that are nearby to each other which I, I might uh group together but we'll, we'll see how we uh, so the first the first suburb I have is is East Lakes, but I've sort of combined that with Matraville and Botany. Okay. So yeah. Matraville and Botany, and the reason that I like East Lakes, Matraville and Botany, is is mainly the the ripple effect. So these suburbs uh, are broadly speaking sub two million dollars. Mm. Neighboring suburbs like Maroubra, Kingsford, Kensington, that are about five million dollars to buy property, four million dollars. So you 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 have a you do a three minute drive and the price is double. Now there are reasons, good reasons why these prop, these suburbs are cheaper than the neighboring suburbs, but um, and I don't think that they will. There'll always be a gap, but there is a very distinct um, gap between these suburbs and the, the neighboring suburbs. So, uh, Botany and and East Lakes have median house prices under two million, uh, under under one point nine million actually, whereas Matraville is more like one point uh, two point three to two point four million. Um, East Lakes is under nine kilometres from the CBD. Uh, Matraville and Botany are both about twelve kilometres from the CBD. So we're, we're talking about suburbs near near the beach. Uh, near the cafes, near the city, uh, I just think that these are, are mispriced. I think there's, I think there's very limited downside. So if you were to buy in somewhere like East Lakes, I, I just I don't know what the downside risk is. Now, 
devil's in the detail. Botany's got uh, got factories. I think that they so botany's like a longer term. I think that those factories will go. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, and there are lots of semis in those areas which play with the price. So if you want a fr- freestanding house, it's very they are hard to get under one point nine million or even under two million. But it's doable, and I've done it recently for clients. So yeah, uh, East Lakes, Matraville, Botany. Uh, I I think those areas are are going to do really really well over the next year and 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 beyond. And this is um, and these three suburbs are kind of more towards the eastern side of from yep. CBD, isn't it? So southeast, southeast, yeah, southeast, yeah, 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 yeah. No, really well, and that they are. You know, you could. I, I haven't got mascot in there for various reasons, uh, but but um, there are reasons for that. But but all these areas, I think, are great. And also, you know, there's air, aircraft noise in some of these parts of these suburbs. You've got to be selective. But I think, uh, I think that these areas are great. And also, as the kids of people who grew up in the eastern suburbs can't afford to live where their parents are, they need to find alternatives. Uh, ditto the inner west. So they're moving to places like East Lakes and the St George area to 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 be close to mum and dad without having to pay the prices that mum and dad uh, paid. So, yeah, so I like those. Okay, should we, should we move on? Let's, let's do it. All right. The next the next suburb is um, Longerville. So this is a little bit premium now, but Longerville is uh, an area with harbour views. Um, I think it's I think it's the forgotten premium suburb. It's starting to emerge in the list of like the most expensive parts of Sydney, but it is it, it is. Uh, 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 it is cheaper than the other um, blue, blue, blue ribbon parts of Sydney. And the reason for that is it's sort of a, a bit of a peninsula. You've got one side of the uh, peninsula with views of the harbour. Yep. The other side has water views but not of the harbour. So you you get a lot of variation in price. And I bought in Longerville for clients as well. But, man, like it, it is about as cheap as you're going to get to get a water view or a harbour view. And it is it's beautiful. Now, I think one of the things that keeps the lid on the Longerville price is that it has the same postcode as as uh, Lane Cove. Lane Cove is my number five pick, um, but the, the Lane Cove postcode, I guess, covers a couple of areas there. But Longerville, uh, I just think it's um, you know nine kilometres from the city, uh, harbour views, fantastic, um, fantastic opportunity. I don't think it's fully exploited for the the, the amount of um, upside you get. Um, I mentioned number five is Lane Cove, uh, much cheaper than Longerville, <laughs> and it's Lane Cove sort of considered entry level, uh, lower North Shore, but uh, Lane Cove used to be a bit of a, a retirement village for, for Sydney's retirement village. It used to be uh, a, an old person suburb, but recently they, they've they've done the canopy. If people might have heard of the canopy there drawing families, so in Lane Cove you're nine kilometres from the city, you get you can get big blocks of land. It's young it's vibrant there's cafes and all that sort of stuff it's like chatswood without the train station so uh it's quite charming and it's drawing a lot of attention and essentially in that area you you now want to be near the village because um uh, it's drawing families uh, to the area so lake Cove's really good lake Cove grew 13 percent this year so it was just outside uh that list that we saw a couple of minutes ago but 13 percent growth over the last uh sorry year to date um, building a lot of units around the canopy yeah isn't it yeah. basically new new units or newer units i should say yeah Th- that's true but 
the that supply has stopped. So that 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 supply came on board about four years ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's no more supply. It's a big suburb. There are lots of units, but it, they're quite affordable. And um, and and I, I am mainly talking houses at the moment. But I, I think that if if you had a sub one million dollar uh, budget, and you wanted to buy an apartment. Lane Covers is pretty good as well. Also close to Chatswood as well. Close to Chatswood, yeah, cheaper than Chatswood, much cheaper. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, all right, that was number five. Number six, five doc. So uh, the inner west gets a bit of a. <laughs> oh, what I should, yeah, uh, five doc. So five doc uh, has a median house price of two point two million, um, and it's nine kilometers from the city. So this comes under my uh, broad theme of metro mania. Uh, the metro. So uh, this is the new metro that goes, I think, through Dremoyne and uh, out to Parramatta. Uh, Five Dock is a lovely, charming area, um, and there you've you've got a different parts of Five Dock. It's already an expensive area, but you've got the part on the bay for the the bay walk where you, you might see Tom Panos, and then you've got um, and then you've got other areas uh, sort of on the Croydon Burwood side. But uh, there's a lot of speculation about the rezoning that's going to need to happen in Five Dock to uh, accompany the metro station. And um, I, I just think that it's going to attra attract a lot of people. I know my clients come to me and they, they talk about Five Dock in a way that they never used to um, because of the metro station that's coming in. Now, locals are concerned it's going to turn into Burwood and Ashfield. Um, that may or may not be a good thing. Uh, but uh, five doc, yeah, you can also get apartments there under a million that are fairly good value. But I, I see five doc being a very good place to have your money over the next uh, five to ten years as well. But I, I'd be looking out for it in twenty twenty four as well. If uh, if it becomes Burwood Dice to a degree, yeah, um, <laughs> come out with new terms every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, do you think it's going to have high rises as well, just to you know uh, planning and and in order to fit into that density? Um, requirements, um, especially when you know new metro has been built in. Yeah, that's what they're talking about. Yeah, they, they are talking about how how high the rise needs to to be in the area. Um, yeah. And if they don't do it, it'll just make it more valuable. If they do, um, do you think that units around five docks would still be a good long term investment? Uh, it, it it all depends on how dense it goes and how it gets rezoned. Uh, okay. But. Uh, if supply goes up as it would in that situation, demand would go up as well. So we'll, we'll see, but uh, we would see. But I think for now, particularly before the, the new high rises have gone in, at the moment it's, it hasn't even been rezoned. That's why I think right now it's an excellent opportunity. Yeah, fair enough. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep. And, you know, bear in mind the neighbouring suburbs, Croydon, all, all these parts of Sydney are sort of implied in the, in this list. All right. Number six, number seven, last the last suburb, something a bit more affordable, but it, but it it is Metromania as well. Punchbowl, <laughs> um, you could you might say Bankstown as well, but Punchbowl, that uh, Bankstown to Lakamba corridor. Okay, why why do I think uh, Punchbowl? So the median price there is one point one million. Uh, although good luck finding something for one point one million, it's it's a bit higher. Um, it's tw uh, under twenty kilometres from the city, so I always like the Bankstown area from a dartboard perspective. If you have a, a map of Sydney and you're playing darts, if you get it close to the CBD or, or Hurstville, you, you know it's very well located part of Sydney. Not for everyone though, but I feel like it's I feel like it's cheap. Um, Tom Panos, uh, I mentioned him again. He sold a house in Bankstown last week for one point seven million. Uh, just a 
relatively unremarkable house. So you're starting to get those sorts of prices. Um, So there is a recognition that that the Bankstown LGA is undervalued. But the main reason is the Metro is going through and the Metro and access to Bankstown is also going to be one of the major hubs going into Badgerys Creek. So Mm. I think that whole area, which includes what I think is undervaluation within a 20-kilometre radius of the CBD, plus all the new um, rail infrastructure that's coming in. I think Punchbowl, Bankstown, Wiley Park, Lakemba maybe, not for everyone, but I think that they're uh, representing very good value. I also saw, just to to wrap on Punchbowl, I also saw, uh, I was was doing some research myself the other day, and I saw a, a, a proposed rezone map of banks to, of punch bowl and okay. and you never you know buying on the promise of rezoning is very very dangerous so i'm not recommending it but uh but they they are considering a very generous uh rezoning of the area around the around the station there so that's something to consider as well interesting yeah graphic wise from punch bowl Lakemba, these kind of areas is that uh, is that the reason why it's still relatively affordable at the moment uh what was the question? What is it? Demographic. Oh, yeah, I, I think so. I think so. Um, uh, but if you look at the vacancy rates around there, they're about 0.3 of a percent, mm, 0.3 wow. of a percent for the vacancy rates. So none of it's been rezoned yet. That may or may not happen. Um, and the, there is a lot of, there is a lot of demand um, as well. So 0.3 of a percent for vacancy rates there. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Now, obviously, this is not advice. You really should do your own research. I need to I need to disclose this. This is these are and it may not happen next year. It may not. Maybe it grows at average rates, but these are just my opinions. Um, I would also say that I have some interest in some of the areas uh, that I've mentioned. So, it's not entirely unbiased. Uh, uh, <laughs> so you should should be aware of that as well. I guess the, another way of looking at it is if you if you got if you have already bought into these areas as well, then um, you know you've certainly been eyeing these suburbs for a while. Now, yeah, that yeah. Yep. So yep. you kept the cards close for a couple of years. You got in, um, but now you're you're openly sharing it with others. <laughs> so, some, not all, not all. Uh, um, I, I'm I'm happy to yeah recommend places that I have no interest in, which is which is the majority of the places I've mentioned. So. Yeah. Um, and um, it's also <laughs> worth pointing out that uh, obviously these are more premium suburbs uh, to a to a degree. Um, you know, especially like Longville, the you know um, the Lane Coves and the Five Docks and all that stuff. So not not for your average investors who's looking at a sub one mil type of budget. This is more towards the you know the the high ones the low twos and i mean longville you're talking about five here oh yeah i can't afford longville yeah that's definitely the premium (laughs) one yeah (laughs) um yeah so any 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 anyone who's looking to get into these markets obviously need to understand that uh your pockets need to be deep enough to be number one to be able to get in um and number two yeah just just be cautious um you know yes they are they are great suburbs uh, absolutely um, but yeah, in general, Sydney is not cheap, um, unfortunately. Yep. So maybe John will do one that's more affordable for Sydney, maybe for units sub one mil, that type of stuff next time. Um, so you know, someone who's more interested or a mm. lower, smaller budget to play, then um, certainly that uh, that's something that they can consider as well. 
Yeah. Well, well, uh, an informal um, suggestion that we chatted about offline is yes. the the three bedroom apartment in somewhere like Hornsby. So that's sub a million three bedroom units is done very well, uh, and and Hornsby's been a great performer. So that that's I mean there there are lots of there are lots of parts of Sydney that will do well. So it's not limited to seven suburbs. Yeah, absolutely. But these are just a small subset of what you think is going to do relatively well in the in the medium long term. Yeah, that's for sure. So. An eye on. Cool. Awesome. All right. No, thanks, John. Appreciate it. That's mm, good. Pleasure. That's good. That's good. So uh, hopefully that leaves our uh, uh, leaves our audiences thinking and listening and, you know, like wondering, pondering about maybe they're busily searching the suburbs now, typing in the data. See yeah. Like. So, <laughs> all right. Well, that's a wrap for this week. Um, thank you all for joining us and, um, you know, have a wonderful week and uh, good luck with on a cups day. Um, don't, don't bet your house on it is the joke that no. talks about it. Don't bet your house on a day because <laughs> you're probably going to lose everything. Uh, but otherwise, have a good and safe week and uh, we'll see you guys again soon. John and David. If you have any questions or feedback about today's episode, you can reach out to us through Spark Your Fire podcast at gmail.com. That's Spark Your Fire podcast, all one word, at gmail.com. Also, the content discussed in this episode is general in nature. Please seek specific advice from qualified professionals in regards to your personal situation.